morning, everybody. We are so thankful that you joined us this morning on Facebook Live and then later on on our website. We acknowledge this is an odd way to do church, but we made this decision based out of uh, just concern for you and love. We love you. We want to protect you, protect your family, and also protect your extended family as well. So if it means taking a couple weeks off and doing things a little differently, that's okay. So we are excited to uh, learn new things, try new technology, and uh, we just hope that you are safe and be very smart during this time. If you are able to, we would love for you to continue giving to the church. This is a delicate time for the church, uh, taking two weeks off. So if you are interested and able, we would love for you to continue giving. You can give through our website. You can click the Give button on our website and give that way. Or you can also give through our app. Uh, we have a way to do that as well. So we would appreciate you doing that. If you're online banking, if you're, you can go on your, your, your financial institution and you could send a, a check, check electronically to the church and we would appreciate that. We still are supporting our missionaries, our families, our ministries, our staff, and we still have the facilities here. So we would appreciate if you continue in your faithful giving. If you have your Bible, I'd like for you to open up to 1 Corinthians. We're going to do a little devotion this morning. Um, I know this isn't ideal, and I know as, as some of you may think that we've overreacted, some of think we've done the right thing, and in both of those cases, you're right. We, we have no idea what we needed to do, so we decided, decided to side on precaution and care for you. So we're going to do a little devotion together, so grab your Bible, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16. We're going to read just a, a couple of verses this morning. As I was studying through 1 Corinthians last week, uh, I came across this verse, and it really spoke to me. So I just wanted to share with you this morning. And as you're looking for uh, the scripture this morning, I just want to give you a little background information on what's going on. Paul is sending a letter to a church, and there's a lot of things going on in the church. There's some immoral decisions. There's some bad decisions that are being made. There's some theology issues that are going on. So Paul is writing a letter to them just to communicate to them uh, what is right, what's the foundation, what is truth. And we're going to read here at the very end of it. Here's a conclusion of the letter. And just like you and I, when we write a letter to our loved ones or we're on the phone with our children or our spouse, usually the last few words that we share with them are the most important. You know, you're on your phone with your, your kids or your spouse. The last thing you want to say to them is, I love you as you're hanging up, because we don't know that might be the last time we talk to them. So we want to make sure they know that we love them, we care for them. Paul's doing the kind of the same thing here. So in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, he's concluding his letter to them. And in verse 13, he says this, Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be men of courage, be strong. And in verse 14, he says, do everything in love. I love how it's written because it's some bullet points, and there's, there's things that we can apply to our life. First thing he says is be on guard. First thing I, I think of is, is a couple soldiers standing at a crossroads or at a fort or at a, a military establishment, and their job is to kind of look out for everybody else, look out for themselves, but also look out for everybody else. And as they're standing guard, they're looking around them to make sure there's nothing that will capture them to entangle them. They're also looking far off to make sure that if there's any approaching enemies that they would have time to guard themselves or call in extra help to, to protect the fort or protect the people within the, the military establishment. Isn't that the same way for us? 
I mean, shouldn't we be on guard every day of our life that we, that we look at things that are around us, make sure that we're not getting entangled? He, Hebrews says it this way, is that just guard yourself because sin will easily entangle you. It, it'll mess you up. So, so we need to be on guard around us. Look around us. What, what is a threat to us? What is a threat to me and the people who are important to me? We also need to be looking off in the distance because there are some things that may be coming that will trip us up, that we can go ahead and prepare ourselves and guard ourselves for what may cause harm to us. You know, it's very important to do that. For men, maybe, maybe you struggle with watching things on the computer. Maybe a way to guard yourself is to leave your laptop at home. Don't bring it home over the weekend. Women, maybe you're having trouble with gossip and maybe your self-image. Maybe you need to separate yourself from the things that bring you down. Or a student, maybe you have friends that aren't a good influence to you. Maybe you need to make a hard decision to change your friend group. Why is that important? Because we need to guard ourselves. If we don't guard ourselves, then we get ourselves in trouble. None of us sin accidentally. Like, it doesn't surprise us that we sin. It's like, oh my gosh, I just sinned. I didn't know I did that. No, you know you're doing it because you can see it. You can see it from a distance. You can see it close up and you make that conscious decision to do it. Guard yourself. Watch out. Don't get entangled. Then he goes on and says, stand firm in the faith. I find it interesting that Paul doesn't say stand firm by faith. He says stand firm in faith. To me, what Paul is telling us is that there's going to be a time in our life that's going to rock us. Maybe it's a virus. Maybe it's the anxiety that comes from the unknown that's going to rock our faith and not we don't really know how to handle that. Maybe we begin to question the sovereignty of God if, if he really is in control. Maybe it's a, a challenge financially that you really struggle with. Does, does God really know what he's doing? Does he really care about me? And we begin to question our faith. Paul is encouraging us not just to stand, but stand firm in your faith. Have a foundation. Our foundation is God's Word. If you're not in God's Word, then you're not going to have a good foundation. Maybe you're a college student, and the first semester your biology teacher comes in with the intent to disprove everything that you have been taught in your Christian faith in regards to creation. That your, your faith is rocked, and you're not sure what you believe. Paul is saying, stand firm. Stand firm. It's okay to stand firm on his truth because it is true. He goes on, he says, be men of courage, be strong. And when I read that, the first person I thought of was Joshua. You, you remember the story how Moses was did a great job of leading the Israelites and through God's sovereignty, it was time for Moses to step down and, and a, new, a new leader to come in and lead the Israelites. And the man was Joshua. And you see, Joshua is much like you and I. We, he struggled with knowing what to do, when to do, how to do, where to do, all those things. He struggled with, was he the right man? Should he do it? How does he do it? And in Joshua chapter 1, there's several times that God is having a conversation with Joshua. And he says to Joshua, I want you to be strong and courageous. And he says that multiple times. And there's times where he says to, says to Joshua, I don't want you to be just strong. I want you to be very strong. I want you to be very courageous. And the question is, well, how, how can we be strong? How can we be courageous? And God gives us the source of that. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, this is what God says. 
after telling Joshua to be strong and courageous. He says this, Do not let, your, let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you'll be prosperous. Later on in verse 9, he says, Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Isn't that comforting today? That we can be strong and courageous during this crazy time. Crazy financial time. Crazy health scare. That we can be strong and courageous. And how do we have that strength and courage? It's from God's Word. That I encourage you as you're sitting at home and you have your Bible open. If you're going to be able to spend some time this week at home. Leave your Bible open to this passage. Read this verse, verse 13, and meditate on it and think of how you can apply it to your life. Because if we're just simply listening to the Word, but we're not applying it, you're not going to be strong. You're not going to be courageous. So apply it to your life. Meditate on it day and night. And the truth is that God says to Joshua, I'll be with you wherever you go. You see, we've canceled... Some sporting events, or all sporting events. We've canceled races. We've canceled um, school. Here's the truth. Ready? We didn't cancel God. That God wasn't suspended. God isn't canceled. God is present. He is present today. And he is present in your life right now. Be strong. Be on guard. Be people of strength and courage. And the last thing he says to them in verse 14, do everything in love. I, I, I love that because I was reading an article and, uh, about people in Costco and Sam's and Walmart getting in fights over toilet paper. Isn't that crazy? That we're now fighting over toilet paper? That, that, but Paul says, listen, do everything in love. Listen to me. Go to Sam's in love. Go to Walmart in love. When you're having study groups, do it in love. When you go to work, do it in love. Do you want to be a good manager of people? Do you want to be a good employee, a good employer, a good um, mother, a, a good husband? Do everything in love. You see, if we do everything in love, here's the secret, ready? If we do everything in love, guess what we're doing it with? And guess who we're doing it with? Guess who we're bringing to Walmart with us? Guess who we're doing study groups with? We're bringing Jesus with us because Jesus is love. We can impact this world today in this, during this crazy time of not acting out of anxiety and stress and tension and anger. We can, we can impact this world with Jesus Christ simply doing this do everything in love. We made this decision to do the Facebook Live and not have services for the next couple weeks for this reason, because we love you. We love you and we care for you. So Paul's message to us today, be on guard. Keep an eye out for yourself, because if you get impacted by what sin does to your life and entangles you, it'll impact your marriage, it'll impact your kids, it'll impact your work, it'll impact everything. Stand firm in the faith. Be strong and courageous. Listen, we acknowledge that things are kind of crazy now. 
churches um, not meeting for a couple weeks. We're praying that the Lord will allow us and things will settle down and we'll meet and get together again corporately on the 29th. But until then, maybe God is pushing us to focus on Him, not focus on a church service, not focus on worship music, not focus on other things other than Him. So to God be the glory. If it takes missing church for two weeks, if it, if it takes a virus for us, our eyes to get off of ourselves and to get on him, wouldn't you agree that it's worth it? To God be the glory. Be on your guard. Stand firm. Be men and women of courage and of strength and do everything in love. Listen, we love you. We look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. May God bless you and keep you and keep you safe. And we'll see you soon.